0: We welcome you to the 2021 Eschatology Series, a series that unfolds the power of ancient prophecies. Our series is based on the book of Revelation. Let's get started.
1: Lord, I stand in the midst of a multitude of those from every tribe and tongue. We are your people, redeemed by your blood, rescued from death by your love. There are no words good enough to thank you. Express my praise. in us and through us till we are changed to be more
0: It is an honor to have you join us for the 2021 Eschatology series. We are unfolding the power of prophecy, going verse by verse through the book of Revelation. We're on number 61 in our series. Today's message is titled, Nimrod Builds Babylon. Before we move on to Revelation chapter 18... Where God clearly describes the fall of Babylon, we need to carefully review the culture, worship, festivals, doctrines, and disciplines of the old Babylon. It would behoove us to walk through Babylonian history and see just how many pagan trades still run deep into our present society and religious infrastructure. Once we do this, we will have a clearer idea of just how easy it is for the Antichrist to rebirth his system. Let's take a look at today's scripture. Our first passage is found in Revelation 17, verse 5, and it says, Upon her forehead was the name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, and abominations of the earth. Our second passage comes to us through Genesis chapter 10, verses 8 and 9. How would you like to have that tattoo upon your forehead? There are four names God pins on the brow of this woman. Mystery, Babylon, Mother Whore, and Abomination. The mystery part I get. Anyone who hides behind another's identity usually... Is mysterious. But our second name Babylon is a bit of a mystery in and of itself. Let us start by doing a quick overview of the historical elements of Old Babylon. We will make many known details of Old Babylon as we unfold their culture, their practices in worship, the festivals that they conduct, doctrines, and, of course, the disciplines of this great old city. But for now, we need to focus on the infrastructure of this system of management. Babel's Hebrew meaning is confusion. Thus, we have the root word for the city of Babylon, which is gathering of confusion. The city was planned and built by a very gifted man. His name was Nimrod the son of Cush, who, of course, was the son of Noah's cursed son, and, of course, that was Ham. The curse started immediately. Nimrod became the mightiest man on the earth. He is a clear example of what it looks like when a curse is mixed with a gift. This man was no ordinary man. After building Babel, Nimrod became known for his hometown of Babylon. After Babel, he built Erech, Akkad, Kalnea. He later moved into his uncle Shem's land and built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Calais and Rezin. Nimrod was known as a great hunter. He is most known for his ability to establish metropolitan cities. Well, interesting as it is, each city he built reflected his deplorable disbelief of the Heavenly Father. Each city is also reflective of all the enemies of Israel throughout biblical history. Now let's take a look at Nimrod building the cities of Babylon. Satan used Nimrod to build the primary city set up for the battle of the brothers. And of course, that's between Ishmael and Isaac. But there's going to be that final battle fought between these two brothers. Today, that is known as the battle of Armageddon. Now let's take a look at that first city, Erech. After Nimrod built the city of Babel, which housed the Tower of Babel, he went on to build Erech, which was built around 5000 BC. It means moon god. It was established on the Euphrates' west bank, about 120 miles southeast of Babel. It now represents the mounts and ruins of Warta, which means city of war and Warta is located about 200 miles north of present-day Baghdad. It appears to have been the Asian King's Cemetery, as the whole region is covered with bricks and the remains of coffins. Nimrod also built a tower in this location, the Temple Tower of Goddess Istar. The town was known as a people who worshipped female divines. Today, for you Lord of the Rings fans, Eric is the Middle Earth, north of Baghdad. Remember the kings that were stuck in the burial cave of Middle Earth? Well, according to the author, Warta is that place. It was a focal point of the war between the United States and Iraq under the leadership of President George W. Bush. It was the burial place of the kings that ruled under the lineage of the descendants of Ishmael, considered a holy city for the Islamic people. Let's take a look at our next city. It's Calnei. It is the modern city of Nepur, north of Baghdad, a lofty mount of earth and rubbish situated in its marshes on the Euphrates River, East Bank. It was 30 miles away from its present course, and about 60 miles south of Babylon's center. It is mentioned as one of the towns with which Tyree carried on trade. Now as for today, as it is stated in Ezekiel 28, Satan was noted as the king of Tyree, And this puts a strong note in our study here as we review the cities of Babylon. From Tyree, the Masons of King Solomon were used. The modern Masons of the day claim Tyree as their founding city and roots. The Masons are the founders of the modern Europe and even state claims to the United States. The Masons believe they are to build this erroneous new Jerusalem in Washington, D.C. The Masons are universalists, believing that all religions are equal and needed to reestablish modern Babylon. Revelation's book speaks of this movement in reviving Babel's original tower, one race, religion, and governance. Socialism finds its roots in this ideology. Now let's take a look at Nineveh. It is first mentioned in Genesis chapter 10 verse 11. It says, He, Nimrod, went forth into Azra and built Nineveh. It is not noticed again until the days of Jonah. You can read about that in Jonah chapter 3 verse 3. When it is described as the great and populous city, the flourishing capital of the Asian Empire, that didn't know the difference between their right and left hand. That's also explained in Second Kings chapter 19 verse36. It sits on the bank of the Tigris River during the Neo-Asian Empire, it was the capital and largest city. During the time of Jonah, it was known for God turning their citizens over to a depraved mind. Much like the story of Nebuchadnezzar, who also was a Babylonian ruler. Today, Nineveh, or the town of Mosul, was a key city in the U.S. conquering Iraq. Mosul is home to some of the most Islamic extremists, Noted in our modern culture today, while it is the burial place of several Old Testament prophets, including Jonah, in July of 2014, these extremists destroyed most of these historic locations to rid Nineveh of any Christian roots. Since Mosul is considered the paradise of the Sunni Islam, it is believed the New Babylon will rise from the ashes of this historic place. Revelation's book also speaks of this uprising. Looking at our next city, which is Rehoboth, the German explorers have made many important discoveries of temples, temple towers, palaces, and streets. The most picturesque in ancient times were the twin temple towers. Who would they worship? The first one was Anu, which means sky. The second was Adad, which means storm god. The ruins lie on the Tigris, about 50 miles south of Nineveh. Around the middle of the 8th century BC, it practically ceased from being the capital. The kings of Edom, namely Shaul, came from Rehoboth where they received their reputation of birthing the kings of Babylon. Rehoboth actually means tall towers. Today is noted that the attack on the twin towers in New York is directly related to the ideology propagated by the Islamic caliph in preserving the original twin towers. Rehoboth is the twin city of Nineveh. Thus their roots of the term Twin Towers. Our next city is Kala. It is a part of the Nimrod Ruins on the west bank of the Tigris next to Nineveh. The city covers an area of about 1,000 acres. This city was the military capital of the Babylonian Empire. It was the residence of Sardanapalus and his successors down to Sargon, who built a new capital, which is the modern city of Chorsobat. The most important claim was Acropolis building, a religious building dedicated to Semiramis, Nimrod's wife and mother. It has been speculated that these four cities mentioned in Genesis 10 were later all united as one, and they called it Nineveh. Today, since Kala was founded on behalf of this goddess, the Babylonian misbelief of women being superior to men, as we are seeing it today in our culture, was actually birthed through this community being established. The goddess movement is the second largest religious cult propagated in our world, today. Revelation's book speaks directly to Kala's roots, which is the great whore. Feminists oftentimes claim their roots reach all the way back to Kala. Now taking a look at Rezin, again it has been surmised that the cities mentioned here in Genesis 10 were subsequently combined into one under the name of Nineveh. Resin was on the east side of the Tigris. It is probably identified with the Mount of Ruins called the Karamels, founding home to the Ashra people. Asians proclaimed to descend from Abraham. Many years later, they were the original people to convert to Orthodox Roman state Catholicism. Today, the city name means Goddess of Enlil. Enlil means Lord of the Wind, a primary god worshipped by the Babylonians. In 2003, the U.S. 101st Airborne Division briefly had control over the town, but it was soon lost to Isis in 2014. In 2016, the Battle of Mosul was fought over this community. The objective was to take it from ISIS. Iraq forces liberated them. The roots of ISIS and their hatred toward Catholicism are founded in this community. Well, as you might have already figured out, each of these Nimrod creations is historically rooted in modern-day Iraq. Nimrod's kingdom in ancient Mesopotamia. It was about the size of California. Mesopotamia is Greek for in the midst of the rivers. The rivers, the Tigris and the Euphrates, played a key role in developing civilization in this region. These are the two rivers remaining after the flood of Noah, which are noted to have run through the Garden of Eden center. According to Genesis 2, the headwaters are located in Turkey and flow past Mosul, ancient Nineveh, emptying into the Persian Gulf. Iraq is called the Cradle of Civilization, as evidence has been found there for the earliest writing system, urban centers, literature, metallurgy, science, medicine, and business as reflected in the Bible according to Genesis chapter 2, verse 14, as well as other verses in Genesis. Our modern culture has its roots in ancient Iraq. Most Jewish theologians and historians believe Mount Moriah in Jerusalem was the sacred place of the garden's tree of life, where God tested Abraham with a child sacrifice. Sight! To the two holy temples of God, temporarily location of the Muslim Dome of the Rock, and it will soon be the final building place of the third and final temple for the living God. This same scholars believe that the tree of knowledge of good and evil, Satan, sits under the old Babylon's rubble, south of Iraq's Baghdad. Many believe the garden to be a 1,500 square mile area that happens to be the same dimensions of the New Jerusalem, which will come down out of heaven. According to Revelation chapter 3, verse 12, suppose we mark out 1,500 square mile dimensions on a piece of paper, cut it into shape, poke a hole in the center, place the hole on Jerusalem. In that case, we will discover the area will encompass every end times location mentioned in the Book of Revelation. The ancient language of the region is called Akkadian, named after Akkad, one of the cities founded by Nimrod in Shinar, Genesis ten ten. The language was written in pictorial or wedge-shaped characters impressed into clay tablets with a wedge-shaped stylus. This square block of history is classified as the center of humanity's universe. Since God the Father calls Mount Moriah the throne of his vast kingdom, the final wars will be over this hill. There are tens of thousands of archaeological studies in this holy land. Some of the many discoveries which have been made in Iraq are so rich with ancient history and archaeological remains, it is largely referred to as the holiest site of all archaeological finds. In conclusion, the territory of Nimrod became known as Azra, the name of an area derived from the city of Asher on the Tigris River. The country's initial capital was originally a colony from Nimrod's Babylonia and was ruled by king types from that kingdom. This vast domain extended along the Tigris as far as the high mountain range in Armenia Ultimately, through time, it became the people and the empire of Rome. It later settled into becoming the modern country of Iraq. It is filled, and I mean filled, with Babylonian history, which gives us a clear look into the meaning, definitions, and hidden codes within the book of Revelation. We can be certain that it all started in this place, And Revelation's book reveals it will end in the same location. Coming up next is number 62, Modern Iraq and Babylon. We're going to be spending some time talking about Iraq's history and how it connects to Babylon. We're going to go on to talk about how Iraq is going to be a central figure of the end times primarily through the movements that take place through the Muslim people. We need to remember here this is all building up to the Battle of the Brothers, the descendants of Isaac and the descendants of Ishmael. These brothers warring with each other is not new. It will continue to be an area in which Israel will fight against all the descendants of of Ishmael. Key note though, we know who wins in the end, but that certainly does not disintegrate the prophetic actions that are going to take place over the next few years. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you continue to be a part of our Revelation series, Unfolding the Power of Prophecy And obviously taking a very close look at the eschatology God has given to us through the book of Revelation. Until next time.